millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I have 10 sisters, and I'm the only boy in the family. And that made my life miserable. But for real, guys, if you're not subscribed, what are you doing? Hit that subscribe button right now and give this video a like. You might just become a millionaire. For the first 11 years of my life, I grew up in an orphanage. I have no idea who my biological parents were. But all I knew was that apparently I wasn't good enough for them. So they gave me up for adoption. Life in the orphanage was dreadful. Every kid was pretty much the most selfish, conceited kid you could find. I was bullied every day by the older kids. They would pinch my ears, pull down my pants, toss me in the lake. I was a little boy, so there wasn't much hope for me to defend myself. And the caretakers were so overwhelmed by the amount of orphans on their hands that they didn't have the time to care for my petty problems. I thought my life would continue on like this forever. Day after day of bullying, teasing, and boredom. Some families came to the orphanage looking to adopt, but no one seemed to like me. As it came round to my 11th birthday, I had pretty much accepted the fact that I was never going to get adopted. I was too old. No one wanted an 11-year-old boy. That's why I was so surprised when my caretaker told me a family was looking to adopt a boy. She said that maybe I could meet with them and we could see how it went. I was so nervous. I put on my best clothes, though they weren't that fancy, they were the best I had, and I met my soon-to-be adoptive parents. They were both so nice. They said that they had always wanted a boy, but never had one. We talked for an hour, and they asked me about my life and whether I liked it at the orphanage. When I told them about the bullies, they looked at each other and seemed to nod. Then the woman, my mom, asked me if I would like to come live with them. Are you adopting me? I asked in disbelief. They nodded. But we should warn you, said the man, my dad. We have a lot of daughters, who you would be living with, of course. Of course, I cried gleefully. I rushed towards them and embraced them like I had known them all my life. I was so happy. Finally, a family. We would do everything together, and I was so excited to have a sister. Finally, everything was going right. When we packed my stuff and arrived at their house, I was shocked. The house was enormous. It looked like it could fit 12 people. Then, standing at the front in two straight rows, were a bunch of girls. All at different heights and ages, they watched us as the car pulled up. My dad ruffled my head. Me, your sisters, he chuckled. I gasped. There were 10 sisters in total. 10 sisters! That was crazy! I opened the car door, stepping out. They all stared at me. None of them smiled, nor said a word. Um, hi, I mumbled. Then they all laughed and rushed towards me. Several of them stepped up to hug me. Some of them seemed to be adults already, whilst others were also a few years younger than me. They all introduced themselves, each shouting out their name excitedly, but I was too flustered to remember them. I'm Mason, I said nervously. 
They all smiled, saying that my name was really nice and that they had always wanted a brother, and I felt so relieved. I was worried my new sisters wouldn't like me, but it seemed like we had got off to a great start. My adoptive parents were loving, especially my mom. She always tucked me in at night and gave me warm cuddles. I know I wasn't supposed to have favorites, but I definitely loved her the most. For the next couple of days, everyone fussed over me. They all wanted to make sure I was feeling safe and comfortable and loved, and I kept telling them over and over that I was. I was so thankful for them, and I wished this joy could last forever. But alas, it did not. For, as the weeks went by, the initial excitement of having a new member of the family faded away. My supposedly loving sisters basically abandoned me. I guess they were initially caring because I was a brother they could play with. But after a while, they left me to play by myself. They were all girls and, frankly, I had nothing in common with them. We didn't really do the same stuff. We didn't like the same books. We didn't like the same topics. We were so different. And the fact that I was adopted didn't help. I could tell my dad was excited to have a son. He could do all the things he couldn't do with a daughter. He took me out fishing a lot and tried to get me involved in sports. Sometimes he would call me in the house to watch the football game with him. I tried to seem interested, but in all honesty, I couldn't care less about the football game or the fish we caught. It was all boring to me. I was the kind of boy that loved painting and reading, and I was especially a fan of piano. I tried to pretend I was interested for my dad, but I could tell he knew I was faking it. So eventually, the connection between us faded away too. It was really only my mom that cared for me, truly. She liked that I enjoyed the arts and that I had this sensitive side to me. But she had to share her love between myself and 10 other daughters. It was hard for her, especially since we all craved her attention. She tried her best, I guess. But for me, I still felt discarded, like I was just a temporary part of the family. And just when I thought I had escaped my bullies at the orphanage, the universe decided to swap them with my sisters. They all picked on me, maybe because they were jealous of the attention I got at the start. They would run away whenever I approached them, and whenever they were playing games like hopscotch or hide-and-seek, they always left me out. If I asked if I could play with them, they told me only girls could play, so I would just walk away, feeling lonelier than I had ever felt, even though... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I had been adopted. How ironic. And the worst part was, we were all homeschooled, so I had no escape at a public school. I had no friends. But then, exciting news came to the family. 
as mom announced she was pregnant and with a boy. We were all so happy, but no one was happier than me. Finally, someone I could relate to, someone I could be friends with. Sure, he might be 11 years younger than me, but still, a baby friend was better than no friend at all. My parents named him Andy, and from that day on, I did all I could to play with him. I got out toys and played all day long if he wanted to. I would feed him sometimes when my mom was too busy. I pushed him around in the stroller. I loved it. But then, my sisters started to get fond of Andy too. They wanted to hang out with him more than they ever did with me. I suppose a part of that was because he was their real brother. Me, I was just an adopted kid. Then, to my surprise, once Andy started getting older, he wanted to hang out with his sisters more than me, his own brother. I couldn't believe it. We were supposed to be best friends. We were supposed to be there for each other as the only brothers in the family. But no, because of the age gap between us, he preferred to hang out with my younger sisters, the ones closer to his age. And I was shocked to find that I was once again excluded from all games. No one wanted to play with me. Andy seemed to forget all the months we spent together when I played with him to his heart's content. I realized that I was never really going to fit into this family. I had been with them for just under two years and I still wasn't feeling like I was really loved by them. I was on my own again. My dad had given up on me and my mom could only give so much love to 11 children. So that's when I decided I had to leave. I had to run away. They were better off without me. I felt like a fly buzzing at their side, a mere nuisance. So one morning, I packed a couple of things in my bag, some food, some clothes, some money. I admit I took some from my dad's wallet, but I guessed he wouldn't care too much once I was gone. And I left. I remember as I was leaving, the others were just waking up and getting ready for breakfast. I looked in through the kitchen window and no one even seemed to notice I was gone. That's how little I mattered to them. They hadn't even realized I was running away. We lived in this really quiet neighborhood, so I had to walk a while to catch the bus. Finally, I found a bus stop, hopped on, bought a ticket, and we rode away. We passed by my old home. It looked so peaceful. They were better off without me. They already had a son, a real son. Their prayers had been answered. What use did they have of an adopted son? I took the bus and just stayed on until I couldn't pay for any more tickets. I ended up hundreds of miles away from home. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know how I would survive. But I knew I had to leave. Eventually, I had only a few bucks left, so I got off the bus at the nearest stop. I was really hungry, and a sign said this diner was only a couple blocks away. I took off at a brisk pace, my tummy already growling with hunger. Finally, I reached the diner. It was relatively empty. I stepped inside, my stomach growling even louder at the smell of toast and frying eggs. I slipped into the booth and immediately ordered the biggest breakfast they had. It used up all the money I had left, but I didn't care. I was starving. The waitress took my order, then went over to switch on the TV. I glanced up and was shocked to see my face on the news screen. I looked on in surprise as the news anchor detailed the missing boy, Mason, who had gone missing this morning. The news anchor went on to say how the family are calling for his return, as they miss him very much. I couldn't believe it. I had only been gone 12 hours. How had this got onto the news already? And why would my parents ask for me to come home? Weren't they glad to be rid of me? 
Eventually, my meal comes, though it took a while, and I push away my thoughts as I focus on eating. I glance up at the waitress, and I see she's watching me. I realize that maybe she could have recognized me and could have called the cops on me. I panicked. What could I do? I could make a break for it, start running, but they knew where I was already. It wouldn't take them long to find me again. As these thoughts pounded my mind, I heard the bell of the door ring out, and I looked to see. My family, my mother, my father, my brother, and my ten sisters all stood there, staring at me, tears in their eyes. I couldn't believe it. How had they found me? Then I looked at the waitress, and I realized she had called the cops. I spoke up. Look, I know you don't want me. You don't have to fake it. My mom's face fell in horror. What? I went quiet. You already have a son. You don't need me anymore. One of my sisters cried out. But we love you. We want you to come home. But, I said confused, you're always mean to me. You never play with me. Mason, said another sister. We promise we'll play with you. Please, just come home. I, I don't trust you, I hesitated. My mom rushed forward, crushing me in her embrace. Mason, my darling, come home. We love and miss you, and we will never stop loving you. I burst out crying, and suddenly everyone else was crying too. They all rushed to me and lathered me in kisses and hugs. They promised me they'd pay more attention to me. They hadn't realized I felt unloved. I listened to their promises, and I nodded my head with tears pouring from my eyes. I believed them.